Hey everyone, it's Roots week four. We are starting a new month. Today, um, this weekend, is the beginning of November and when y'all gather this week, it'll be that first week of the fall. I feel like November is just a very powerful month of gratitude and ushering in just the Advent season even as we come closer to December. So my heart is full, um, my, my body's cold and coffee in my hand as I dive into this section of scripture with y'all for Roots Week 4. We are in Psalm 119, 25 through 32, and I'm recording this here at my desk in my time with the Lord in Atlanta, Georgia, and know that a lot of our groups meet in Atlanta. We've got a group in Birmingham and a couple groups uh, forming in Tennessee. So. We're excited to have you all along for the journey as we discuss and desire and draw deep treasure from the Word of God. I believe with all my heart that the Word of God is a way of life. It isn't just principles to adhere to. It is a roadmap to an encounter with Jesus as life itself. It is a powerful love letter, and every word is God-breathed for our instruction and encouragement and freedom. And so I love how this next chapter, or this next section, opens up. Um, it opens up a little heavy. And really, as I read through this, the idea of cleaving, it says that word twice, uh, cleave, in this section. But the idea of cleaving here is, is heavy. And it starts out really with a confession that his soul is cleaving to things of the dust. What does that make you think of? When you think of the word cleave, what does that mean? And in the notes that I've given your facilitators tonight, y'all can discuss that. I've given a little bit more in depth on some definitions in this chapter and some ideas to, to talk through. But the general idea of cleave is glue, is to stick so tightly to something that it would be almost nearly impossible to separate it, like glue, Gorilla Glue. <laughs> Much stronger, right, than Elmer's glue. That's the idea here. And he is broken in his spirit over the cleaving that his soul is doing over dust. And if you flip back over to Psalm 63, verse 1, there's an idea here about the soul and about yearning and thirsting that's starkly different than how he opens in verse 25 of Psalm 119, Psalm 63, verse 1 says, O oh God, thou art my God, I shall seek you earnestly. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh yearns for you in a dry and weary land where there is no water. He is longing and cleaving, sticking himself to God there. Here, it's a little different. And isn't there times in your life that are like that? Seasons where you ache and long for and stick to and cleave hard to the person of Jesus as your life because you realize the world is a dry and weary land. And then there's other times where you a wool over your eye and mine and convinced us with its pleasures that it can offer more than the way of the world. And so your soul begins to cleave and stick to dust. 
earthly things. That's really the idea here. Matthew Henry is a great commentary. Barnes is a great commentary. And all of them really have this, this deep definition that's happening in these verses of cleaving to the world, of sticking to the ways of men. And David, our author here, is sad over that. It breaks his heart. He wants that to get eradicated from his life. Don't you? Haven't you seen where the pleasures of the world pale in comparison to the promises of God's word? Oh, may we be women that see that. And may we be women that are brokenhearted when our soul believes a lie and cleaves to that of dust. And then you go on and he actually gives the remedy when your soul cleaves to the earth. He says, revive me. How does revival come, right? Where does that come from? Does it come from calling up a friend? Does it come from a good meal? Does it come from catching a nap in the middle of the day when you're just totally depressed in spirit? No. He says, revive me. Set me alive again. Unleash me. Unstick me with your word. Revive me with your word. I love that. Y'all, that is a prayer we can just hold on to and believe and ask. And as we go through this whole chapter, it's all about having a revival in and because of the holy words of God. He goes on to say that his soul weeps because of grief which is a similar way of saying verse 25. And then in the second part of verse 28, he says, So strengthen me. Same way of saying revive me. Strengthen me according to your word. Y'all, do you find strength from your God in the word? Is that how you strengthen yourself in the Lord? Tonight as you gather, I would encourage you, and I put this on the facilitator's notes, to talk about what it means to strengthen yourself in the Lord. 1 Samuel chapter 30 is an amazing Old Testament story about David, the very author of our book here. And in a, a one little snidbit story that happens with him and the Philistine army, he has to strengthen himself in the Lord. And so I, I, I want to hear in emails and phone calls in the weeks to come what y'all talk about with the idea of strengthening yourself in the Lord. For me, there's many ideas, but the one main one that I really believe it is, that's kind of broken down to three parts. It's remembering who he is and what he's done. One. Two, it's recalling the purpose and the promises he's given you. So maybe he hasn't made good on them yet, but you have had those tucked away in your heart. And then third, the last part I think of when I strengthen myself in the Lord, after I've remembered who he is, I've looked over his track record in my life and in the scripture in the past, I've recalled the promises he has spoken to me, I've found my identity in him once again, that third part that gives me strength in the Lord, that uncleaves, if I can use that word, my soul from anything that's dust, is to recite praise. It is to rejoice. It is to worship loud in the face of whatever 
is trying to steal my joy or kill my soul. To the degree that I need strength is to the degree that I worship. Blare it, ladies. Turn it on loud. Dive into the scripture to remember his track record. Look into your life. Gain strength from the living word of God and rejoice. Worship him. Turn on that music. And so he then uses that word again, verse 31, as we end this section. He says, I, I cleave to your testimonies. Oh, won't you do that? I want to do that. I want to cleave to his word. I want to cleave to his stories. I want to attach myself and glue myself so tight that the dust of the world could never pull me away. You see, the more we have a conscious need of our God, the more we will have a continual cleaving to Him. The more you are consciously in need of Him, ladies, the more you will continually cleave to Him. Don't let the dust of the world cause your soul to droop. Find your revival in the Scripture. I'm excited tonight for your discussion. I look forward to hearing all about it. I love you.